Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you're tuned in to Talk Your Ish Podcast. It's been a long time, guys. It's been about five days um, before we last spoke, uh, probably right before Christmas, but I'm back. Took a little vacation, was with the family, was with the mister. We was doing our one-two step, period, but I'm back. And did I not come back at a better time than today? Oh my God, the shit has hit the fan. Guys, so let me give y'all a rundown real quick of what the hell is going on. So they opposed the 2000, but awarded the 600. The 600 started going out as of last Wednesday and a lot of people actually got it the next day. Um, It's still being processed and people are still being awarded. Um, But since then... The whole, you know, voting by January 5th happened. Uh, Georgia turned a blue state, which is crazy. I can't believe Georgia flipped like it did. It's been a Republican state for so many years. Um, It's amazing that that happened. But it is what it is. Happens, change. Nothing wrong with it sometimes. Since then, as of the vote... um. A lot of the individuals that were in the runoff won. The Warnoff, I think Osof, Osof, I think that's his name. I'm not, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I apologize. Um, won. So, you know, people were ecstatic and happy and excited. <laughs> so Trump went on Twitter and blacked out. <laughs> Let me tell you. I have seen things on the news today that I have not seen in my 46 years of living. Hear me when I say this is going, we thought COVID was going to be a historical moment. This is going to be a historical moment. The Antifas and the supporters of Trump stomped up to uh, the White House and basically was like, we're not leaving my niggas. What's good? We want all the smoke. Whatever color you want to push, we got it. What's good? We're not leaving, my guy. Nor is Trump. He's not leaving neither. Period. (laughs) They stormed into the White House. Now, unfortunately, a young lady did lose her life. Uh, She was shot in the neck and she did pass away. So uh, my condolences to her family um, and her friends and her loved ones at the end of the day, regardless of the situation, I don't wish death or ill will on anybody and you should neither. So regardless of what she might've been there doing, whether you felt it was right or wrong, not your choice, not your decision, just your opinion. She still has a life and her life does matter. So I do send out my true condolences to her family, but these people was up in the white house being very niggerish. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And when I say niggerish, that doesn't mean the color of your skin makes you a nigger. A nigger is an ignorant person. They were being very ignorant-ish in the White House. They was taking pictures. Now, on top of that, not only was they chilling and terrorizing the White House, they had their guns. Now, while I'm watching the news and I'm watching everybody that's running around through the White House, didn't see one person of color in there. Not one. But I saw them chase a little black officer on up the stairs. I said, you, what is going on? You going to let them chase you on up the stairs? 
Brother, really? That's what we doing, brother? You gonna let them chase you up the stairs? Where your pistol? Where your, where your little cane at? Your, your bobby stick or whatever y'all call it. I'm like, what just, what am I watching? So in between time, I've been watching the news since I actually um, had a moment to sit down. And it's just been amazing at the things that I'm hearing. Um, you know, a lot of people were very upset. Of course, um, they had to bring in a higher enforcement of law. Uh, to come into control, DC went on a um, controlled environment, which is basically uh, martial law, <laughs> um, and they went on a uh, hiatus at six o'clock, and everybody had to be in the house, so he was going to go to jail. All right. So now they're expected to go in. Approximately, they went in around nine p.m. to finish the electoral count. To assuming, assuming. They're going to resume Biden's certificate, cer certification, excuse me. Now, let me give you my opinion, okay? Now, again, this is just my opinion. You don't have to approve of it. You don't have to like it. Hell, you could even log off. You don't even got to listen to it. But I'm going to say it either way it goes. A lot of things have been transpiring that I'm, I'm a little confused on. And I try to keep my opinion to myself because... My opinion clearly aggravates and irritates people. And I'm the type of person, and I'm very cool and I'm calm and I'm collected if you ever meet me. But if you come for me, laugh, or you say something disrespectful, or you make me feel that I need to protect myself, or you want to try me, I'm going to go left from zero to a thousand real quick. So when it comes to who I voted for, I kind of kept to myself, but I did reveal it on my radio show that I did vote for Trump. I got death threats. People were not happy with my decision, especially me being a radio personality, being in the limelight, um, you know, just being an ambassador, host and all kind of stuff. But I asked a few people, what was your reasoning for voting for Biden? And they were like, Trump is a racist. How could you vote for him? He doesn't like black people. He doesn't care. He has told you and you as a woman, an African-American woman, you went and voted for him. I said, hold on, hold on. I get what you're saying. And everything that you're saying is true. But let me ask you one more time. Why did you vote for Biden? Again, he is a racist. Why would you vote for him? I let this lady rant on. And when she was done, I said, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? She was like, yeah, I'm done. I said, all I heard you say was Trump was a racist. He doesn't like black people. How could you? Womp, 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 womp. You didn't give me one justification or reasoning for your, your decision to vote for Biden. I said, see, this is the problem. A lot of our people of color voted for Biden because of Trump. Because of the things that come out of Trump's mouth. Because of the irrational decisions that he has made. And, and, and I completely understand. Trust me, I'm not a fan of Trump's antics. That I'm not a fan of. But at the end of the day, the way I look at it is, I'd rather you call me a nigga to my face than a nigga behind my back. I'd rather you tell me how you feel about me to my face so I know what I'm dealing with. And I know how to deal with you versus you smiling in my face, acting like you all for me. You team me and team my situation. But all along, you're laughing, kiki and giggling and watching my downfall continuously. 
See, what a lot of people don't understand is you only voted for Biden and Kamala for two reasons. One, because he had a vice president that was one, a black woman. Two, was a woman. That's it. You don't go back and look at Biden's track history, what he has done. Have you looked back at Kamala's history and what she has done? No, all you saw was Trump don't like black people. I said, let me tell you something. Trump is the first president in history that was in office that we didn't go to war. Trump did so much as far as these pedophiles getting them off the streets, putting the limelight to all these boy lovers and all these people that are out here with this cult, drinking kids' blood, snatching our children, chopping them up. They have their own cult where if you drink a child's blood, you will have youth. You will be a king and a god in their world. You do understand that the devil has a Bible, right? And in his Bible is take a soul for a soul. So they take a soul to allow that soul to become theirs. And if they think some psychotic way mentally that they are youthful or they're a god or a queen. Now, I don't know who the hell told them that other than the devil himself. Um... But understand this, the devil was the, and I hate to say this word because it sounds so ghetto, but beautifulest, because that's not a real word. He was the most attractive angel in heaven. Like so attractive, it was almost like you had to stop and just admire the beauty of how beautiful he was as an angel. Not only was he so beautiful, he was devilish devilishly intelligent beyond his own wit to the point that he wanted the power that his father had, which is God got jealous. Didn't want to do what God told him to do. Want, didn't want to stay in his lane. Want to be a thug. Want to be a rebel and decide I, this ain't for me. Heaven ain't for me. I'm too bougie. I'm too over this. I want my own world. I want my own minions. I want my own people to follow me. Just like yours follow you. I want my own. And then here comes hell. Now the devil is a very charming individual. He could charm the pants off of anybody. He'll tell you absolutely anything that you want to hear. And I'm not telling you this, these type of conversations as if I know the devil personally. And we've had conversations. But. I go back in time in my life and I think about the things that I did or the decisions that I made or the discussions that I had within my head. And we all have a conscience that we put that plays on our on our hearts. It, it messes with our, our heartstrings. So you ever sit there, you make a decision or you're making a decision and you're second guessing your thoughts and you have that first voice, then that second voice, you know, that's the devil and the angel, right? So nine times out of 10, the first voice is the most accurate one you're supposed to follow. That's the good voice. And the second one is going to come all the way against the first voice and be like, man, come on, do what you got to do, bro. Let's get on with it. And I think about the times that I allowed that second voice to command me or make me make bad decisions or bad choices in my life. And that's when I started really getting into my God, really learning. And I'm not really fully there yet, but I'm walking in that direction. I'm like, God, I'm coming. I promise. I'm, I'm, I promise you, God, I'm on my way. I ain't got there yet, God. I'm, I'm on my way walking down these bricks and walls of heaven 
up to the light. I ain't ready to go in the light as of yet, but I, I'm watching the light. I see it. It ain't that far, and I'm coming. I'm just walking extremely slow. Now, we all sin, but you also have to ask God for forgiveness. Now, you have to learn to do better from the past. So, even though you're sinning, I hate to say it, you got to increase or lower the dosage of your sins. You can't do the things that you used to do because the consequences at the end of the day, when it's time to meet your maker, will not be nice. And God may pull out a book or two or three or four or five on you and be like, I don't know where to start. But hey, let's start in 1984 when you decide to go into the store and steal some sneakers and then put something in somebody else's bag so they could get caught with the merchandise while you walked out the store with the sneakers. So an innocent person went to jail, but you got the sneakers and you lived your best life. Stuff like that. You got to have those type of answers when he approaches you with that conversation. All right. Now I went off on the bench, so I apologize. So let's go back to Trump. So my whole thing with this is regardless if you don't like Trump, regardless if you don't like what comes out of Trump's mouth, at the end of the day, I got to respect him because he's a businessman. The United States of America is a business. And the way Republicans see is a tunnel vision of a view. All they see is just like Trump says, you want money? I'll give you money, but work hard. Let me see that you're going to work and I don't have no problem giving you money. That's how Republicans are. They will give you all the money. That, why do you think they're rich? Why do you think they have money? Because they don't mind giving out the money as long as you work hard for the money. And that's how Trump says, I ain't got no problem giving y'all money. Show me and you got it. If you ain't got it or you ain't going to do it, stop running your jibs. I don't want to hear all that nonsense. And keep it pushing. Now, on the other hand, people of color such as myself, we grew up in a Democratic home. We were told to be a Democrat, even though we didn't know what the hell a Democrat was. We didn't know who the hell we were supposed to be voting for. We just was told by our mother or our father, vote for that person. You're a Democrat. Push that button and that's that. All right? But Democrats tend to play the cat and mouse game with us. They give us just enough. Take all the credit, sit back and watch us fiend for more, then put us on timeout because we didn't do something that they liked, and then attempt to possibly give us a half of an inch more of what we already had, less. So my whole thing is, it's always been Democrat, 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 but what has the Democrat Party actually done for us? Trust me, I know they've done a few things, but... Other than that, what have they done for us? Because Democrats are not 90% of the population, which not population, but what I mean, they're 90% of people of color are Democrats. And most of us and some of us are in a lower middle class bracket. And most of the people that are in the money, in the money lane are Republicans. Because they have their own lane. They have their own highway. They obey by the rules. They do what they got to do. They stay in their lane. They get this money. They keep it pushing. Democrats get emotional. They make emotional decisions. They want to play with your emotional strings. They want to tell you what you can and you can't do. Republicans ain't got time for that shit. What are we doing? What are we doing? Let's make this decision and let's move on. Because I got to make money. I got money to make and shit to do. 
I don't have time to be sitting here going back and forth. I don't need you to explain to me about what I'm going to do. I'm a grown-ass adult. Tell me what I need to do, how we need to do it. It's done. Bong. That's it. Now, as we can see today, it was a very difficult thing to watch and view on your TVs. Um, historical. Um, and I'm kind of appalled because I'm like, how would it have turned out if African-American people were in that building in the White House and doing a thing, walking in there with their guns, chilling in the seats, taking pictures, laughing with their pistol on their lap? Would it, would it have ended that same way? Would it have even gotten that far is my question. So the next big question is after these electoral votes do come out and just by, we're we just going to throw it out there. Y'all. Just that's a little throw. Just by a, a smidget that they say Trump actually is going to remain in the White House and he will do another term. It is going to be a literal civil war. Trump has got 14 more days to remain in the office. And trust me, Trump ain't doing all of this shit for nothing. Hear me when I say the rewind. Trump ain't doing this for nothing. He's trying to show you guys that there's been so much corrupt in the government, which we know. We just never had nobody actually put it in the forefront. This is the same man that y'all said, oh, he don't like black people. He don't this. But he was the one fighting to get you guys $2,000. And not because he wanted your vote. Voting is already over. He said it um, the moment they laid the bill in front of y'all, in front of him. He said, I will sign this bill only if you increase it to $2,000 and change the rules and regulations on who can get it and who cannot get it. Then and only then will I sign. But this is the same person you hated on. Then Democrats started flipping. They were supporting Trump because he felt that the people were worth more. Now, Canada been getting $2,000 a month every single month since COVID started in, 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 in February. They've been getting $2,000 a month, free health care and food stamps. To the point that Canada like, don't put on, don't put our name in your mouth. We don't even want none of that negative energy coming across the board. We don't want that. We're living a good life. Over stop, stop throwing Canada out there. We we don't want that. We're good. Just relax, please. But my whole thing is, they only offered us a measly six hundred dollars. Now, mind you, I have four properties. None of my properties are under $1,000. So what is $600 going to do for me? Amongst three cars, light, gas, power, water, food for all these facilities, my kids and my mom, including myself, and I'm a shopaholic and I'm a shopper so I like to shop and travel. So what am I supposed to do with $600? That's going to pay maybe two power bills. That's it. Now, they didn't offer to give $600 every month. This is a one-time deal. $600, bang, it's over. Now, when the SBA program is finally released, which I think they're stating it will finally be released out um, around January 15th. Now, the moment they release those funds to the world to get the economy back up and running again, um... Now, in the state of Georgia, food stamps will increase to 15% and it will automatically run through another six months. 
So if you're getting it now, you'll get it for another six months um, and it will increase 15% from what you're currently getting now around January 15th when everything, the bill, the bill is finalized. Um, so that will happen. Also, they're supposed to reinstate unemployment for the people that um, unemployment got canceled. So you'll get it, but you'll only get it for another 11 weeks. And that will be it. So basically, if you don't have a business and you're not able to apply for the SBA or get any parts of that program, you are going to be fucked. Because you're only getting one $600. If you get unemployment, it'll be okay. But it's only going to last 11 weeks. That's two months and three weeks. Food stamps, you're going to eat good for six months. But after that, then what? So how are you supposed to continue to live? That's my question. But here, Trump did fight for $2,000. Now, you can say what you want about Trump and it's fine. And again, it doesn't offend me in any way. I'm not a Trump lover. But I believe in what he's saying. I respect what he does. And I respect a person that can be honest with me, even if it hurts. I have tough skin, so I don't let things offend me. Because I know my mouth can be very disrespectful at times, too. I had to learn how to curb my mouth. But I respect the people that are honest with me versus the people that sneak behind my back and talk shit. And I don't know. Trust me, everything you do in the dark will come to light. So I just want you guys to prepare yourself. Because there are going to be some major changes between now and the 20th. And whatever comes out in the next day or so, or between now and the 20th, it's going to change the course of history. We're not going to go through a normal, oh, disgruntled riot. We're going to go into a full blast civil war. People are going to be completely irate to a whole nother level. So I want you guys to... Start praying, start protecting your household, keep your children close to you, keep your parents closer to you, watch how you move. These Antifa people, you don't know what color, what shape, what form, you don't know nothing about them. They're being dropped off like little doggy bags city to city to cause havoc and corruption and to rip our communities apart and tear us away from each other so we have to stand strong as a community and as a country that is very important because if we don't then we will crash and burn as the country we are hell africa has already made a decision they don't want to trade with us anymore they will trade within home that lets you know that we are screwed and on top of that kamala harris just got sworn into the Senate for her seat just the day before yesterday. Oh, but the news didn't tell you that, did they? They didn't put that out there for you to know that. Now, there's no possible way you can be a Senate and be a vice president. That, yeah, that don't work. It's either or. So why would she go to save her seat in the Senate if she's the vice president? Unless she knows something. Unless... She tucked her tail between her legs, walked away with her heads up and said, hey, I know when it's time to throw the towel in. I know when I lost and I'm admitted. But my whole thing is, if Biden is to be the new president of the United States, why would his vice president go ahead and get sworn into Senate? But again, 
They didn't post this on the news. They didn't tell us about that. But it happened. Trust me, it did. So all I'm telling you guys now is just be careful. Don't make an emotional decision about a person that you don't like without getting to know facts about the person first. I've had friends that I hated when I first met them. You know why? Because I judged them by the book of the cover. But when I actually opened up the book and started reading a few pages, I wound up being great friends with these individuals. And I learned from that point on to never judge a book by its cover. So all we are is judging Trump by his cover. And yes, his cover is a little vulgar. Yes, his cover is a little um, over the top. A little explicit for us. A little bit, you know, emotional for us. But maybe if we took the time to open up the book and realize that Trump might have a hard exterior but he might really be for us. He just does it in a different type of way. Maybe if we gave him an opportunity, he's already helping us with showing us the pedophiles and having them locked up and getting them off the streets. He's exposing the corrupted government that we've been dealing with for over, I don't know how many years and centuries, but he's putting it to the forefront so we can see as a people this is what you guys have been dealing with. You've been dealing with voter fraud for years. Just never had nobody tell you. Now, one more thing I'm going to say to you guys before I let you go. There are 13 families that run this country. They make the final decision on who and who is not going to run this country. Trust me. Our votes, our votes matter, but they make that final decision and that final call. Do you honestly think that the 13 families that run this country would have been okay with Trump blasting off on Twitter and just basically saying, hey, come terrorize the White House and do what you got to do, even though I'm not here? You think they would have allowed that? No. I think they actually made that call for him to do that. They put Trump in office for a reason. They want a new government. They want all the old shit out, all the old ways out, all the, 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 the corrupt bullshit out. And they want to create a new government. So the best person to get in, in, in office, why not? A nigga that don't got no problem speaking what the fuck is on his mind and don't care what any of us think or say. Trump ain't no presidential candidacy. You think he just sporadically just got to be the president? No, he was handpicked. To be in the office to run the country for a reason. I need you guys to open your minds. Open your ears. Open the thought process. Stop being so narrow-minded and closed-minded. And think that he's here for a reason. We might not like the reasons at moments. And sometimes it could be a little cutthroat. But think about what's happening. All of this shit has come out now. Why? Why now? Why not last year? Why not when Obama was in office? Why not when Bush was in office? Why not? Why now? Because they handpicked somebody that they knew that would get it out there, get the point of course, get shit popping, and it was nothing we was going to compete about it with him. Period. <laughs> okay? Now, I know I got a little deep with you guys today, and I apologize, especially when it's my first day back after the official holiday. But it is what it is. We dealing with some real shit right now. So we're going to put it out there and we're going to deal with it. Guys, 
Thank you for tuning in tonight to Talk Yo Ish Podcast. Make sure you guys download the iHeart app. I am now part of the iHeart family, Talk Ish Radio. When you download the uh, iHeart Radio app, type in Talk Ish Radio and tune in to me live. Monday through Friday, you could definitely tune in to me. I'm back on board and I'm here with you guys every day. I was gone for a week due to the holidays, but Brooklyn is back. Make sure you guys tune in to my show on FUBU Radio every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download the iHeart app, radio.com. Tune in your Google Play, your App Store. Download the FUBU app. And tune into Brooklyn's Finest every Thursday, 8 to 10 p.m. If you're going to be in the Tampa area, February 3rd through the 7th, we will be there for the Super Bowl. The whole FUBU Radio family, we're going to be in the building, getting on the ones and twos, hosting our events, and we're going to have a great time. So come on, party with us. Come show us love and let us show you love right on back. Plus, I want to see how they're going to do this whole social distancing thing for uh, Super Bowl. This is going to be very interesting, guys. <laughs> Guys, in the meantime, in between time, I appreciate each and every one of you that tune in, that listen, that comments, that sends me DMs on my Instagram. Make sure you follow me on the gram at Brooklyn's Finest 347. I'll be on there with my fuckery and my shenanigans. Now, on my radio show on Thursdays, I'm PG, but on Talk Your Ish podcast, we talk all that ish. All right. So make sure you guys follow me again on the gram at Brooklyn's Finest 347. Make sure you tune into my radio show tomorrow on FUBU Radio from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Download the FUBU app. And until tomorrow, guys, y'all have a great night. It's been fun. Mwah.